Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Seven and thirteen thirty KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, seven o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. I'm Steve Backensosh. President Biden visits the southern border. We have the story. Nationwide gasoline prices up a dime during the holidays. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm Rodney Price. Water rebates and the Clap Park Master Plan. A couple of topics to be discussed at Tuesday's Wichita City Council meeting. That story is ahead. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. We're seeing a few clouds drift across central Kansas this morning. And with a clearing sky, temperatures run above average this afternoon. Our full forecast here in just a few minutes. President Biden got an up-close look at a busy port of entry at the southern border. The president had many questions for border agents at his stop in El Paso mere feet from Mexico. Questions on equipment and techniques helped his understanding of what happens as migrants cross into the U.S. This was his first trip to the border as president and has been widely criticized by political opponents like Texas Republican Governor Greg Abbott as being too little too late. The political divide sees Democrats blaming persecution as the reason for increased migration. Many Republicans have called it an invasion from the South. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. Gasoline prices jumped during the last three weeks. Oil industry analyst Trilby Lundberg. Gasoline prices moved up on average in the past three weeks. They're up a dime to $3.37 for regular grade. But it wasn't from crude oil. It was from winter extreme weather. And Lundberg says the weather affected refinery output. Houston, currently with the lowest local average, $2.78 a gallon. Honolulu with the highest, nearly 5 bucks a gallon. We've learned more about a pair of kidnappings that took place in southeast Wichita last week. Police say a 13-year-old girl was forced into a car Wednesday afternoon and sexually assaulted. The next day, a 10-year-old girl and a 7-year-old boy were offered a ride from a stranger The children were released after a short time, but the girl had been sexually assaulted. With the help of the young boy, police were able to find the suspect, identified as 21-year-old Manasa Ward. He was arrested on multiple charges, including aggravated kidnapping and indecent liberties with a child, bond set at $1 million. Democrat Laura Kelly is preparing to be sworn in for a second term as Kansas governor. She's facing a Republican-led legislature and a new hard-right state attorney general. Governor Kelly and other statewide elected officials are scheduled to take their oaths of office in a ceremony at noon today. That includes her inaugural address. She has often used her major public speeches to promote bipartisanship. 
The Wichita City Council has a handful of new items to discuss at Tuesday's meeting. The council will discuss the Clap Park Master Plan. Funding will be used to study, design, and implement improvements to the bridges and creek, an exclusive playground, parking lot improvements, and a dog park. This year's budget totals $3.1 million and will be funded by general obligation bonds. The city looks to fund another year of their water rebate program, which started in 2013. The program offers rebates in the form of water bill credits with the intent of encouraging the installation of water-efficient devices and appliances. Finally, the council will discuss a roughly $20,000 agreement to purchase overdose recovery kits. The funds are available from an earlier opioid settlement. Rodney Price, KNSS News. Congressman Ron Estes tells KNSS News the 20 Republicans who held out voting for a Speaker of the House last week have legitimate concerns. In terms of how much money we're spending, how much are, we're increasing the debt, and, and how, do we, how do we put forth good Republican policies and make sure they get promoted, passed out of the House, and fought for to get passed through the Senate and signed by the President. House Republicans elected Kevin McCarthy as Speaker of the House during the weekend. Ron Estes was a guest last night on the John Whitmer Show here on KNSS. KNSS News Time now, 7.04, four minutes past 7 o'clock. Shocker men's basketball on the road yesterday. How would the Shockers fare? Well, we've got highlights and reaction coming up in sports. Heavy rain and flooding predicted for parts of California. That story and more coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. Stevens, head of the morning, KNSS News Time now, 7.08, eight minutes past 7 o'clock. Regions of California are forecast to face significant flooding. Fox weather meteorologist Bridget Mahoney has more. Very heavy rain. It first hits the northern section of California and then rolling off to the south as we head into Monday afternoon. L.A., you get a little bit of a break, but not so much by Monday into Tuesday. Watch that line of heavy showers roll off to the southeast and also the Sierra, where we are going to see a good amount of snowpack pile up. Some coastal areas are expected to face five to eight inches of rain in California. Two Louisiana teenagers are dead after a high-speed police chase resulted in a collision to their vehicle. A police officer is now in custody in connection to their deaths. Authorities say 42-year-old officer David Cawthron joined the police chase on New Year's Eve near Baton Rouge, ultimately plowing through an intersection and straight into a vehicle carrying 17-year-old Maggie Dunn and 16-year-old Caroline Gill, killing them. Police were pursuing a man accused of taking his father's car. The top local prosecutor says he plans to ask a grand jury to consider charges against Cawthron, adding he believes the pursuit of the alleged car thief was a deadly mistake. Government statistics show more than 450 deaths were tied to police pursuits in 2020. Jessica Stone, Fox News. The U.S. Supreme Court set to issue decisions in the new year on matters including how businesses communicate with attorneys and what they can be held liable for. This week, the U.S. Supreme Court will hear arguments in a case about a law firm's right to keep its communications with clients secret. In February, a case challenging laws designed to shield tech companies from liability for content shared by third parties. And on the Biden administration's plan to wipe out over $400 billion in student loan debt for 40 million Americans, 
It will also hear arguments regarding Title 42 on March 1st, a pandemic authority allowing border agents to turn away migrants at the U.S. southern border to protect public health. The high court pausing the expiration of the policy in December, allowing it to remain in place until justices hear a challenge from Republican-led states. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. KNSS News time now, 7.09. Make it 7.10. Ten minutes past 7 o'clock. So far this morning in traffic, things have been looking pretty good out there on the roadways. Traffic conditions, very good out there right now. We are starting to see some heavier traffic right now. Uh, Seeing some fairly heavy traffic eastbound on Kellogg right around the Central Business District, but uh, not really seeing any big slowdowns on the roadways so far this morning. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And now the KSN Storm Trackers Report with Kansas Today meteorologist Ronell Williams. Good morning, Ronell. Hey, good morning, Steve and Ted. How are you guys doing? Oh, very good. Nice. It's a Monday morning. What could be better, huh? Yeah, it's just that, you know, I feel like Monday mornings, the, the eyelids, they're just a little bit heavier, you know, compared to uh, compared on a Friday morning. But we always make it through, right? And we'll be able to uh, make it through this morning, too. And, hey, the weather looks pretty nice. I'm, I'm not really expecting uh, too many travel troubles, regardless of uh, where your commute takes you this morning, as we uh, are likely going to stay dry all day long. We need some moisture. We will get some uh, by the middle of this week. But for now, just go ahead, sit back and relax and enjoy the nice conditions when it comes to uh, especially our temperatures. We're going to get up to a high of 56 degrees today. Let me remind you what day it is. It's January 9th. So enjoy that high of 56 today. We'll have a partly cloudy sky, mostly sunny at times, especially to start the day. A light southerly wind only at about 5 to 15 miles an hour. Mixture of clouds and stars tonight. Low of 30 degrees and a south breeze still going to remain uh, in check and fairly light out there. Partly cloudy skies for your Tuesday. High 58, just a couple degrees shy of 60. Now, by the time we get to the middle of the week, here's where we'll need to keep an eye on things. First, you'll notice increasing clouds on Wednesday, and it'll still be a mild midweek for Wichita. 56 degrees for the high on Wednesday. Uh, but with the uh, increase in cloud cover, that's going to lead to a chance of rain by the time we get to our Wednesday evening. And as temperatures drop close to that freezing mark, uh, just before we wake up early Thursday morning, there may be a brief window of opportunity for some snow to mix with that rain. So this is why it's important that we keep an eye on things for the middle of the week and then heading into early Thursday morning. May need to keep an eye on that Thursday morning commute now, just planting that seed in everyone's mind so that nobody's surprised. Uh, uh, should that happen early Thursday. Now, after that, looks like this upcoming weekend going to be a pretty nice one so far. We are going to cool down into the middle 40s Thursday, Friday, but then back up to 52 on Saturday, 58 Sunday, and 55 next Monday. Right now, we're at 34 degrees with very little cloud cover out there. We do have a, a light south breeze at 10 miles an hour and a wind chill of 26. So it, it does feel chilly out there, but nice mild rebound later today. Well, of course, uh, the point is, at this time of year, this is pretty doggone nice weather. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Exactly, yeah. All right. Thank you, Ronnell. The KSN Storm Trekkers forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ronnell Williams. We are Steve and Ted of the morning here on KNSS. On this Monday, January 9th, and uh, this is Steve and Ted show number 6,329. 6,329. My unofficial but official count of Steve and Ted show. Of course, last week you guys uh, mentioned on the air that we had celebrated, <coughs> what, uh, 25 years on the air. Yeah. Woo, man, in this team. You've been here at the station for 25 years. Yeah, and we got a lot of nice 
comments, Facebook comments on that. Thanks for putting that on, Ted. Heard from a lot of old friends and and people that good, just, just wonderful listeners who say we don't we don't uh, yeah you're, you're with us every day. So that's the idea. Thank you so much for that. Uh, sunny day across South Central Kansas Sunday. Wichita's high temp, fifty five degrees. Normal high for the date forty three. So we've been running. 10, 12 degrees above normal here for the last few days. We'll take it. A day not, in January like that is welcome. One of the things that I did uh, uh, during the week, I went I went to two basketball games, Carroll, uh, where my granddaughters go to school. They are cheerleaders at Carroll. So I went to the Capen game, and I went to the uh, Northwest game. Look at you. And a Capen game out of Carroll, you know, big crowd, a lot of fun uh, when the two Catholic schools get together. And, uh, wait, of course – we when when uh, J- Mary and Jocelyn are cheering, we go to both the the, uh, the girls' game and the boys' game. Mm-hmm. So it's an evening of basketball for us. During the girls' game uh, against Capen, I looked down there and I, uh, down in the next section in the stands, and I, there was a guy standing there that looked familiar to me. I thought a minute, and I, and I thought I'm going to go say hi to that guy. It was uh, Steve Eck, of course, is the the Capen basketball coach. And the guy is legend. Basketball coaching legend. Yeah. High school titles, national titles. At Hutch Two national titles at the junior college level. So I just walked up to him, stuck out my hand, introduced myself, and uh, basically said how much I enjoyed watching his kids, his teams play over the years, and congratulated him on a very successful career. And he was very, very nice. He doesn't, he doesn't he talk just, a lot. He's not the most verbal guy. He just continues to go out and win basketball yeah. games wherever he coaches. I don't know what a secret is, but it's a good one. <laughs> anyway, I got to see Steve Eck and meet him uh, last week. Let's talk about basketball. No, I'm not a sports guy. I'm talk about something that's going on right now, and that is this collapse of DeMar Hamlin, the Buffalo Bills safety. Because mm-hmm. that happened while I was gone. A week ago I, I've today. been watching what's been going tonight. on with that. Yep. And, uh, of course, the, the entire, well, not just the sporting world, a lot of people. Uh, wishing him the best. Do you think he's coming back? Do you hear the latest on this this kid? Is he well, he seems to be making progress. Making progress. So, I pretty that's the good news. They had him down doing CPR or whatever. But yeah, his heart stopped on Very the field. Scary. Well, it brought back a memory to me. Uh, you remember what happened with Dave Stallworth, Wichita State basketball star, my favorite, my idol. I idolized him as a kid, and uh, he was playing for the New York Knicks in the sixty nine yeah. seventy season. Yeah. After he had suffered a heart attack he in had, March. He had a heart episode. 1967. After he'd been at Wichita State and played in the NBA. During his second season in the NBA, he was scoring 12 and a half points a game. And uh, told by his doctor, finally, he could return playing. Yeah, came back. And as a backup on the 1969-70 Knicks team, Stallworth was forced into action in Game 5 of the 1970 NBA Finals after Willis Reed was injured yeah, early. That championship year. He was assigned to cover Los Angeles Lakers star Wilt Chamberlain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he gave away about six or six yeah, minutes sure there. Oh, everybody did. And holding, holding him in check when, when he was on defense. And that was a game that the Knicks won after trailing by 16. And Stallworth made a reverse layup after driving the basket on Chamberlain in the final minutes. Yeah. Kind of the highlight of the game. Dave DeRay was a big Dave. part of that championship run for the yeah. Knicks. And we lost Dave when? Two years ago? A couple ago? years ago, yeah. Yeah. And I finally, you know, that was one of the things when I came to work here in January of 1998, you had the sports shows going, had a couple of good shows going on. And uh, Dave was in was in uh, the house one day and uh, you guys get me, you and Mike Kennedy 
uh, introduced me to him. I got to meet my 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 idol, and I had an autograph. Have an autograph picture of him too. Thanks for doing that. Well, I don't know if you you or Mike, but I'm uh, pretty sure it was Mike. Yeah, very nice, very nice. But he came back from a heart attack and did very well. Mm-hmm. All right, seven seventeen. Steve and Ted Lamore here on KNSS, and it's time for sports with Ted Woodward as the Shockers travel to Florida, right? Ted? Yeah, in Tampa yesterday afternoon, the Shockers taking on South Florida. Conference action. Both teams looking for their first conference win of the season. It did not look good for the Shocks. They were down 14 points early in the second half and had nothing going on. Well, somehow the Shockers flipped the switch and they controlled the final 17 minutes of the game. One of the big spark plugs coming off the bench was walk-on Melvion Flanagan, who had a career-high 16 points, made four three-pointers. And the Shockers were just absolutely perfecto down the stretch. Did not miss a basket in the final five minutes. Mike Kennedy and Bob Hull had the call of the game on 103.7 KEYN. Flanagan right side of the floor. Looks in the middle, goes to Pierre. Cutting down the right side of the line. Shot in traffic. Bounces in. Jerron Pierre with the finish. And the Shockers lead by four. Just his third bucket of the day. Yeah, beautiful finish by Jerron Pierre flying in on the right side of the basket. And the Shockers would win it by four. Going six for six from the field to finish the game in the final five minutes during a 19-8 run to close it out. Shockers win it 70-66, the final score. Wichita State had lost 11 straight games when trailing at halftime, going back for the last 11 months. They got a comeback win yesterday. Good stuff. After the game, Mike Kennedy spoke with one of the Shocker stars, James Rojas. This is a team that was all pretty new to each other at the start of the year, and it's been an ongoing process figuring out roles and so forth. You seem to be one of the guys who most is is getting a feel for how you can best contribute. You're doing more slashing to the basket, making cuts, and that sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously it's a whole new team. It's going to take time to just play off of each other and here and there. But, uh, you know, I know when Kenny gets the ball in the post that when I cut, there's so much attention on him. He, he's going to make the right read. So, I mean, just playing off of Kenny to four and five, I mean, I think that's a good, it's a good way to play. Talking about Kenny Poto there, who had 14 points and 10 rebounds. Shocks get the road win. First conference win of the season. Here's Shocker head coach Isaac Brown. And I told those guys, I want them to push the ball in transition to try to get some easy baskets. But if we don't get easy baskets and we go to the breakdown, you got to be smart enough to execute. You just can't be out there trying to get your own shot. So sometimes I slow those guys down to try to run half-court offense. And I thought they executed tonight, getting their teammate a shot, and we were victorious. All right. Shots with the road win. Now 8-8 eight and eight on the season. Take a look at the Kansas City Chiefs in pro football. Of course, the Chiefs on Saturday afternoon. You heard the game here on KNSS. The shock as the, the Chiefs won in Las Vegas and clinched the number one spot in the conference. And that means the Chiefs get the first week of the playoffs off. They get to rest while everyone else plays. KC doesn't have to play for two weeks now in the postseason. They will play either the Dolphins, the Ravens, the Chargers, or the Jaguars. We'll know uh, by next Sunday night who the Chiefs' playoff opponent will be. The Chiefs get to sit out the first weekend, get the rest with the top spot in the conference. Pro basketball in the NBA yesterday. The Toronto Raptors win at home, beat the Portland Trailblazers 117-105. to Starting at guard for the Raptors, former Wichita State Shocker Fred Van Vliet. He had 14 points, 7 assists, 6 rebounds, and he made 4 three-pointers. Fred is in the top 20 in the NBA in assists. And the Raptors with that win snap a three-game losing streak. Indoor soccer, the Wichita Wings won their road opener yesterday out in Dodge City. Beat the Kansas Bandits 6-4. to 
with a big uh, score. The Wings scored the final three goals in the final 13 minutes of the game for the comeback win on the road. Wings are 2-1 and one on the season now. Hockey yesterday, the second-place Wichita Thunder on the road, winning at Tulsa 3-2 in a shootout. The Thunder continues to play great hockey. They've won eight of their last 11 games. And we are finishing up the college football season. Yesterday afternoon, we had the Division I FCS National Championship game in Frisco, Texas. You heard the game over on KFH. Number one ranked South Dakota State won the national title, beat North Dakota State 45-21 as the Jackrabbits get their first ever college football championship. And tonight is the Division I FBS national title game. It's TCU taking on undefeated Georgia. That'll be at 6.30 tonight, nationally televised on ESPN out in Los Angeles. FanDuel does not think it will be close. FanDuel has Georgia as a two-touchdown favorite to go undefeated and win another national title. That's sports with Stephen Ted. All right, Ted, 722 now. Keep it here for House Call for Health. Thought about donating blood lately? That's coming up. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. within their government. Because we officially don't have a House of Representatives. That makes it harder for us to find common ground. This can't keep on going. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I don't don't make New Year's resolutions. Maybe you do, Steve McIntosh here. Maybe your resolution is to do something about the pain you're, you're feeling in your knees, shoulders, your back, pain from arthritis or injury. Well, why not contact the folks at QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in advanced regenerative medicine their unique protocols using healing agents from your own body to target aching joints repairing and restoring damaged tissue how about that it's called regenerative medicine no surgery no drugs no downtime you're looking at pain don't let them operate on you or give you more steroids this coming year and say say no to those pain pills go see the folks at qc Cinetics. make 2023 the year you say goodbye to uh, Joint pain. QC Kinetics offering regenerative medicine using healing agents from your own body. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. 316-285-9975. That's 316-285-9975. QC Kinetics, 316-285-9975. Wichita's nationally recognized Marconi Awarded Radio Show. This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 7.30 here on this Monday morning. 35 degrees with a few clouds out there. Forces in Brazil have regained control after supporters of the former president stormed government buildings. The presidential palace, Congress and the Supreme Court. All targeted by masses of yellow and green clad supporters of the former far-right president Jair Bolsonaro. We want to save the country, said this woman as she was taken into custody with around 400 others. But not before invaders initially overwhelmed security forces, causing massive damage. President Lula declaring emergency powers and deploying the National Guard. He's vowing to find out who supported and financed the uprising. They will have to pay the price, was his warning. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. The new Democratic leader in the U.S. House of Representatives says it may be difficult, but progress in Congress can be made with cooperation. House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries of New York calls some in the majority party extreme. 
On NBC's Meet the Press, he says he believes he can find common ground among them. There are Republicans who are interested in governing, uh, and they're going to have to break from the extreme wings of their party at times around some important issues, uh, and we'll see how that all unfolds. Jeffries says health care, funding government, and reauthorizing key agencies are among Democrats' priorities. Republicans say border security and anti-abortion laws are high on their list. Gernal Scott, Fox News. Representative Ron Estes tells KNSS News how the government has gotten into trouble with Social Security. We've kept it so that people can live longer and have a longer period of time where they draw out of Social Security. And so we've got to get back to reflect that more with lifestyles today and our, our uh, ability to live longer. And so there's there's some things we can do. I think what we did and what was done in the 80s is a model that we could follow. But it, it does need to be something that's bipartisan. Uh, Democrats and Republicans need to work together to say, you know, this is a, a big program that affects everybody in the country at some point in time. And we need to make sure that uh, it's sustainable and, and workable for the future. Ron Estes was a guest Sunday night on the John Whitmer Show on KNSS. The Kansas Bureau of Investigation says a lengthy probe into sexual abuse by Catholic priests in Kansas has not led to any charges. Attorney General Derek Schmidt released the report on Friday. The agency initiated 125 criminal cases, distributing 30 charging affidavits to prosecutors. As of Friday, no prosecutor has filed charges, primarily because of concerns about statute of limitations. Agents interviewed 137 victims of alleged abuse, identifying 188 clergy members suspected of various criminal acts. Areas of California are preparing for heavy rain totals in the coming days. Fox Weather Meteorologist Bridget Mahoney reports... Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we are going to see round after round of rain. Of course, over the next seven days, that could mean three to five inches in some spots like Sacramento. As you head closer to the coastline, though, including San Francisco, more likely going to see five to eight inches. But in terms of localized areas, you could see even more than this. Some spots could see over a foot of rain, just depending on where you're at in those localized spots where the heaviest showers set up. Winter weather alerts they are posted winter storm warnings all the way through the Sierra. Some areas in higher elevations in California can see as much as 2 to 10 inches of snow. Now we'll look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Quiet weather for us here in Wichita early on with a few passing clouds. It'll be clearing today. Temperatures running about 10 degrees above average later on this afternoon. Our high 55, clear overnight, tarlow 32, then sunny on Tuesday with a high 58 and a chance of light rain or light snow by late Wednesday night. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Now a few clouds, uh, 35 degrees. We have a south wind at 13 miles per hour. 734, Steve and Ted of the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Monday morning, and it's time for our Monday morning chat. Mondays with the mayor, Wichita Mayor Brandon Whipple, with us this morning. Good morning, sir. Guys, happy new year. Happy new, happy new year. year. Been a while since we've chatted. Uh, it, it has. I, uh... Uh, it took me a couple hours to realize last week no one else was coming into work. So, <laughs> oh, oh darn! Got to call you guys. Totally forgot that we had Monday off last week. Yeah. So, somebody needs to give you one of those little planners. You know what I'm talking about? I know the, the fault's mine. <laughs> like it's on my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> I show up like, wow, man, I must be really early. And then, damn, it's like, yeah, no, we got a skeleton crew today. I know. I I went to the wrong restaurant last week, so I'm I'm on the same page, I guess. Uh, let's talk about the city council meeting coming up tomorrow. 
Uh, one of the items on there that caught my eye is the uh, overdose, uh, what is this, uh, the, the overdose kit. Um, I guess uh, for people who maybe get uh, the fentanyl, is that what it's for? Yeah, so uh, sadly, as everyone who's been watching the news and paying attention to the snow, uh, fentanyl is a crisis that's just hitting the nation. And uh, really, Wichita is one of, I, I believe, the second most impacted uh areas uh, in a whole state when it comes to fentanyl overdoses. Uh, a lot of times what we're seeing with fentanyl overdose is folks not knowing what that they're taking fentanyl. Uh, you know, usually it's laced in something or uh, in some of the worst situations, it's you know, been on a dollar bill or something along those lines that people get poisoned. So what we're doing is we're taking some of our opioid funding coming in from the federal government, and we are working with a nonprofit called Safe Streets. And what Safe Streets does is they go out and create these uh, these. It's not quite Narcan; it's the same type of product, but it's uh, I guess it's a more advanced product. But they go and they put these in areas uh, where um, there's activity. Uh, so some, for example, hotels or some uh, areas within our city are sadly uh, known to be places where where people uh, might accidentally overdose. And what it does, it, if it's administered within a certain amount of time, it actually has a reverse effect uh, when it comes to an overdose. So it can save lives. Uh, so it's something that we got to uh, just get out uh, to the places in our community that need it. Uh, our first responders also, uh, you know, most of them or many of them do carry this, but uh, we want to expand that uh, so that we can save people's lives and get them into treatment. L.W. Clapp Park. We've been talking about this for Several years now, I think. But uh, you're going to look at, look at a, a master plan for that. What to do with all that where they used to have golf course. Now there's wide open spaces, I guess, huh? So we're talking about the master of the master of the master plan, I guess. Uh, yeah. We've had a, multiple plans. Um, this one, it is a, a uh, looking for, I guess, design consulting. Uh, it's we got to start moving on this project. Uh, you know, when I, before I was elected mayor, that's when they started closing down. Uh, officially closing down Clapp Park, and you know the community uh, really w- was concerned that we weren't going to, as a city, I guess, fulfill our promise of developing something cool over there. And so the plans have changed. I, I think this is going to be the, the last plan. And what we're trying to do is not only stabilize the 13 plus bridges and figure out which ones we should be fixing or replacing, uh, but also having a uh, all inclusive um, park. Uh, there for uh, kids who, with, with severe disabilities. Uh, we don't, as a city, have any of our city parks actually have an all-inclusive type um, uh, or all-abilities type uh, park. So that's something that Councilmember Hohheisel has really been pushing. Uh, it sets uh, Clap Park uh, aside as a unique uh, destination park. Uh, and it's cool because we have a lot of kids uh, in our uh, city who are benefit from a place like that. So that's the design that we're looking for uh, that is not in the previous designs. <laughs> but, uh, you know, sadly, it's kind of how government works. Uh, you got to really plan things uh, to get it right. And hopefully uh, we can start breaking ground and getting this thing, getting this thing done. I see they're go- the council is going to consider the uh, continuing the water conservation rebate program, which uh, I bet they, that, that's been pretty popular. I think I actually took advantage of that on uh, maybe an appliance or something. It's a good. It's a good deal. Tell us about it. Yeah, no, it's a great deal. It's one of those where you know it's part of our um, drought plan, uh, drought response plan. Uh, we know that water is an issue in the Midwest, particularly in Kansas. Um, and what we want to do, uh, we're entering phase one of our drought plan or drought prevention plan. 
Uh, and that is just to incentivize folks to uh, buy appliances, rain barrows. Um, uh, I think the number one thing we rebate is toilets. <laughs> just, a, you know, a water conservation type, uh, uh, really more advanced type um, appliances or stuff that saves water. And if we do that right, then, you know, we hopefully can get ahead of some of the more uh, restrictive practices that you see across the country, you know, where folks have only certain times they put sprinklers on and that type of stuff. Uh, we want to avoid that by just uh, encouraging folks to uh, take advantage of these type of programs that will save save us water and, and help us conserve uh, and hopefully not get to uh, further along our drought response plan. I can't remember. I think the way uh, I think the way it was paid out for us was that they just uh, took the money off of our, our water bill. Is that the way to do it, or it's not a cash That's rebate? That's correct. Yeah. You, no, it's not a cash rebate. That's how, so you go online, uh, and you will have the links to submit your um, receipt or whatnot. Uh, and then uh, they put a credit right on your bill. So it's one of the more efficient things we do. <laughs> so uh, you'll get, uh, I think it's up to 100 bucks for most appliances. I think uh, if you're trying to collect rain, I think it's up to about $75. So uh, it's something we promoted during um, Black Friday, you know, when you had folks going out there buying stuff for Christmas. Uh, it's been a very successful program. And, again, one of the reasons why we want to uh, to grow it and, and make it more successful is not because people like it and it makes sense, but also because, um, you know, we, we want to avoid any more harsh, uh, harsh re- responses to, to a potential drought. So. Uh, do us a favor as a city. Uh, please go and uh, utilize our rebate program, uh, and will you help us because you save water in the long run. So that's what we need. I know you made some passionate comments recently about the violence that occurred on New Year's Eve between the teenagers and the police officers, and certainly a, a troubling incident from New Year's Eve. Yeah, I mean, I hats off to our um, new police chief, um, uh, Chief Sullivan. Uh, he's him and his. Uh, staff, they're conducting a uh, really a, a, a thorough investigation, and now have handed off what they have to the um, to the sheriff's office. You normally don't want police investigating police or sheriffs investigating sheriffs. Usually, they, they do this uh, where a sheriff will look into a case if it's involving a police officer, just uh, kind of have that firewall up. So that's what where the process is right now. Uh, we are a- actually asking folks if you have information on the incident or whatever led up to the incident on video, which is an altercation between a teenager and an officer. Uh, we, the, the skate center or whatnot, they actually don't have any video, and we don't have uh, really any video leading up to uh, what we saw in, in that viral video, that very uh, you know, sad video. Uh, so what we want is, folks, uh, if you can help out with the investigation, uh, come forward. Uh, there was you know, hundreds of uh, mm-hmm. people there. Uh, so. You know, it's an opportunity to uh, get the facts out and uh, let the process play out. And, you know, we'll uh, uh, hopefully uh, hopefully these types of situations don't don't become very rare in the future as we uh, increase our our uh, resources. A video that uh, was available or is available is pretty, pretty, pretty violent and damning. But maybe there's some video before that you'd like to have a look at, too. Just to... Well, and it's uh, I guess a lot of it. Um, needs to a lot of the uh picture the full picture is really what happened before right before when that video yeah. starts yeah. Uh, what was the confrontation like uh and i'll tell you hats off to our officers i mean there was a lot of people uh there and um you know despite 
that one, you know, that, that, that clip, it, it was a high stressful situation. Uh, and I think that, um, you know, uh, it, it could have been a lot worse. Uh, so uh, hopefully as we move forward, I think that, you know, they were going to be looking at some other policies as well, uh, just to keep, keep things uh, where, where they don't get to that high tense situation. You know, we want to prevent uh, those type of, uh, those type of environments for, for everyone. Uh, so I, I have confidence in our police chief. Uh, he's looking into it, doing, doing a good job, really following the process. And, uh, you know, in the end, uh, um, no, no one was uh, at this point that we know of uh, severely hurt. And, uh, so that's good. Uh, and, you know, we want to grow from this, learn from it, and uh, just become a stronger community from it. All right. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. We will check with you again next week. Uh, Mondays with the mayor with Wichita Mayor Brandon Whipple, 744, Stephen Ted, coming up. We've got the Wichita Business Journal update, positive Wichita job prediction for 2023. That's coming up. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Stephen Ted of the morning, KNSS 748 on this Monday morning. Three big things. Three. Basketball, Wichita State 70, South Florida 66. Two. Extreme weather brings a 10-cent increase in gas prices nationwide over the holidays to an average of $3.37 a gallon. One. President Biden completes a four-hour visit to the southern border. Three big things. Stephen Ted on KNSS. Wichita's gasoline prices this morning, $2.99 a gallon, so no change over the weekend. Still $2.99 a gallon here in the Wichita area. Traffic on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS is brought to you by Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire, located downtown at Market and Waterman and online at carlstire.com, your home for complete car care. Sunny today with a high of 55 degrees, mostly clear tonight. The overnight low 30. Tuesday, mostly sunny. Tomorrow's high 58 degrees. Now a few clouds. South wind at 13 miles per hour and 35 degrees. Find the comfort of a hat. Express your personality. Go to Hatman Jacks and find your own style. See why people from around the nation make Hatman Jacks their destination at the clock tower in Delano, Hatman Jacks. 7.50 with Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Solar power could become less costly in the not-too-distant future. 
Fox on Tech. Have you started lighting your kitchen with battery-powered flashlights yet? Electric bills are incredibly high these days, and things like solar have never been more attractive to homeowners, except for the cost. Even with financing tied to your mortgage escrow, whatever you save on the power bill is lost in paying for your system. But a new product aims to make it a little less expensive. EchoFlow has a whole home backup power solution that costs you maybe what you would spend on a generator. The Delta Pro power stations aren't generators, but high-capacity rechargeable batteries that can power your home in the case of a blackout or if you want to go off-grid when power costs are peaking, as they do in some states. They come in various sizes, with big ones to power mansions and small ones to keep lights on in tiny cabins. And there's a tax break, too. With Fox on Tech, I'm Evan Brown, Fox News. Shares have climbed in Asia following a rally on Wall Street where investors bet that slow wage gains may augur a cooling of the inflation that has led the Federal Reserve to hike interest rates. The S&P closed 87 points higher Friday, marking its first winning week in the last five. The Dow Jones Industrial Average rose 701 points, and the NASDAQ Composite added 264. Let's take a look at a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. The aerospace manufacturing industry expected to give a lift to Wichita's job picture this year, in spite of forces that could slow overall growth. Wichita State University's Center for Economic Development and Business Research released an updated employment forecast on Friday. The reports said that durable goods manufactured should lead growth, adding more than 1,100 jobs, quote, as the aerospace industry continues its growth momentum. The forecast projects the Wichita metropolitan area to have one of its most robust growth rates in the state, with 2,900 new jobs overall this year. That would be a 1% annualized increase. A Wichita manufacturer wants to pull from industrial revenue bond funds to help finance a project to expand its facilities and add jobs. J.R. Custom Metal Products will seek as much as $1.45 million from a previously approved bond request of up to $1.6 million, according to city documents. The company plans to use the bond proceeds for a 12,000-square-foot addition to the paint facility at its campus near West Street and Kansas Highway 42. The expansion is designed to increase the amount of finished product J.R. Custom can deliver. For the first time in more than two decades, Wichita State University's Kansas Small Business Development Center has a new leader. The university announcing Friday that Brandy Willett is the next Kansas SBDC Regional Director. Marcia Stevens, who led the center since 1999, is retiring. That's local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. Today, Ted, is National Fourth Graders Day. Do you remember the fourth grade? I sure do. Fourth grade students are taking on more challenges in math, reading, writing, social studies, social science, studies, yeah. as well as art, music, world language, and physical education. I would come That's to think a lot. Of, we've got a fourth grader, Sammy Joe, my granddaughter's fourth grader down there in Derby. I can't believe she's already in a fourth, fourth grade. Fourth grade, my <laughs> gosh. Yeah, that seems to me that is a time when they started putting some pretty good stuff on you. And, of course, it's a time when you're... What, 9, 10, 10 years old? Yep. And starting to make that. Starting to make that, that next level. That old brain starting yep. to function there. Uh, they work hard in the fourth grade, yet they're still guided by a wonderful imagination. I think that's true. Yeah. Uh, do you remember your fourth grade teacher? Uh-oh. Yeah, it's Sister Rosemary and Was it Miss Kovaleski. Yeah, two of them, huh? Yeah. Of course, we always had, uh, in grade school, we always had a, te- we had a music teacher, uh, as, well as, a, as well as your regular teacher. But mine... 
my fourth grade teacher, I spent the whole fourth grade in Kingman, Kansas, and my fourth grade teacher was Miss Cloud. I don't remember her first name, um, but she was a tall lady, and she was just she was red haired and just covered with freckles, and just as nice as she could be, hey. very soft spoken, and, and an excellent teacher because I just remember, I don't remember having any problems with her, and she just she was a good teacher. She also was a single lady. She was a uh, lived uh, oh she's probably I would say in her twenties or thirties, but she lived about a block north of of where I lived. In a, in a an apartment, I think it was a duplex apartment up there, but a very nice teacher. Yeah, the fourth grade, saluting all fourth graders today across the country. All right, Ted, it's uh, 7.55. That means, you know what that means, 8 o'clock hour's coming up. Oh, here we go. Always an hour jammed with good mm-hmm. information and good stuff. President Biden visits the southern border. We have the story coming up at the 8 o'clock hour with Stephen Ted. That's Pre- right. And the Shocker basketball team played yesterday, so we have highlights coming up in sports. Yep. And entertainment news, the blur. I've missed the blur all week. What's going on? Yeah, we'll get to coming out of the first whole weekend of the year. We'll get to our uh, entertainment news at 835 this morning in the blur. Plus, we have traffic and weather in the 8 o'clock hour. Stay with Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Get Wichita. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 